Welcome everyone, it's Enrico Jenko. I'm the Signal. And I just wanted to start off this this small series, I guess, of audio recordings so you, you can actually just listen to it and not have to be studying the screen. You can study the screen later on when you have more time or whatever. Um, kind of like the objective with it is to give you mental projections of the market. And a lot of times those mental projections, projections, those images that you have in your head after hearing it orderly, order, after hearing the audio, when you hear the audio, usually you start to make mental visual images. And then once you start to get on the chart, starts to kind of fall into place. So I wanted to really just go into how I look at the market. And most of the time, how I'm looking at the market is just just based on my, my experience, my years of doing this, very simple. Um, but I go from the footsteps of the Giants. So I pretty much don't try to really recreate the wheel. Any trading I do or any philosophy that I have is really just based on the reality of the market as it is and as it always was. The, the market is the market. It doesn't matter what market we're talking about. And it doesn't even matter what time frame we're speaking about. The objectives are always the same, to make a profit. So that being said, um, let's just go over a little bit about markets. And I'm going to start off probably with um, John Kepler's information. I like how he puts it together. Um, Dr. John Kepler. Um, it is important for anyone interested in learning to become a profitable investor or trader to be aware of the fact that learning to trade is a lifelong journey. And most of us that <clears throat> have taken this journey, we definitely understand the that process. Every Most of us would jump in knowing that it will be some learning curve, but most of didn't expect the learning curve that we got thrown at us though a smart trader is continually learning the markets are always changing and one must learn to adapt and adjust to the changes as they occur and that is so my previous trading or the way i previously went about it is a lot different than i do now and the results show it, and my emotional stability shows it. So it's more than just a a physical change. It's more than just a physical journey. It's, it tasks you mentally and emotionally also, and then you got to kind of grow from that. It's kind of unreasonable and unrealistic for any individual to expect that they're going to beat the market. 
like a lot of books and material that you have will suggest that you're going to beat the market because it's a competition and people are trying to take your money and so forth. But the actual goal is to be in harmony with the market, to be in harmony with the mass psychology, to understand where the winners and the losers will be. It's understanding the landscape so you can participate in the moves of the market and the activities and you can profit from it. Um, trading requires many different types of skills and it takes time, effort, and patience and discipline to acquire and master these skills. The discipline part is usually the most difficult part to attain. As in anything, and you can probably understand this in your own lives, that it's easy to start. It's very easy to start. Very few will complete the journey, the mission, reach the goal, whatever it is. That whatever it is, it could be crossing the street. Some people won't make it across the street. They're going to get hit by a car. They're going to get distracted and go another direction when their original motive was to cross the street. So not everyone reaches the end of the journey. It takes strict focus. And when we start as traders, after we go through a lot of, you know, we go through our bumps and grinds. And then we're like, all right, we go, we, it's nothing. We're, we're going to get better. And we'll start focusing on price and the price movement in the, in the market. We'll kind of like leave a lot of things alone as far as indicators and, I guess, strategies and technical analysis and all that. We'll kind of leave that alone and we'll, I guess, maybe mature to a point where we're just using price and price movement in the market. And I don't know if that's a maturity level or not. However, I, I do know that most of the time when people get away from all of that, they do become better technicians in the market. However, they will and most do discover that if you focus on the price alone, it's not going to be profitable. So price movement just with itself, just based on what it's doing at the time, for most, it's not going to work as you expect. You're going to get you're going to be better than you was, and you most likely you're going to not you're not going to be blowing your account possibility that you're just breaking even. So after gaining a little experience in analyzing the market, um, traders begin to realize that even a study of price and time and volume is not enough to understand the market. There's so many, it's like different elements. You got to understand that when you're dealing with time, that's another major element or dimension that must be added 
to it. Volume is another additive to it. Most traders won't look at volume, especially in the Forex market, because they don't believe it makes a difference. But volume is activity. It shows activity at a price. So if you only looking at the price and not the activity behind the price, we really don't know if that price is a high price or a low price. Then if we don't look at time, the time frames, we won't understand that different traders, they have different goals on at each time frame. Even though the main goal is to make a profit at different time frames, there is a different projection of profit. And that plays into the market moves. A trader could have a short-term horizon while an investor is more longer term when looking in the market. All investors are traders in the market, but they have different time considerations for their investments or trades in the market. So a price that might be too high for someone that's a day trader, for a longer term investor, that might be a bargain price. So once we we make that comparison and we, we say that, that means that at some prices are more valuable than others, depending on the time frame. Now, as soon as you start to incorporate this into how you analyze the market, you'll be better able to understand some the the multi-dimensional parts of the the market the a much broader perspective of it as we can say like a bird's eye view like you're sitting on a perch you'll be able to much better able see what the participants in the market is are doing most people or traders are they're going to be missing some of the main factors that drive the market the force that is behind all major trading decisions. And that force that is behind all trading decisions that are being made. And this is this is worth everything right here. If you don't, if you never get this part right here, you'll probably never I'm not gonna say you're not gonna learn how to trade profitably, because that's 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 not true. I don't believe that's true. Because I believe that you can use a set sets of indicators or or learn skillfully how to move in and out the market even though you don't understand really really what's going on it's possible i believe those people that can do that though are are different they're not made up of the masses they are outliers in the market so what do I mean by outliers I'm saying that if 
there's a hundred percent there's a hundred traders in the market 70 percent of them 85 78 say about 70 70 percent 70 75 percent of them are not going to be able to just use a strategy and an indicator to be profitable in the market they're not going to be able to use just price action to be profitable in the market those other 25 percent that can they intuitively understand what's going on there's a they have they they might have been here already that's what i like to say like as in souls how we move across the universe the cosmos they may have already been here already and understand things that you and i don't understand so if we're saying just on the premise that that is correct that they are like superhuman they're like lebron and michael jordan's and the you know just the greatest you know if they are are in that part of it then we can't we really can't achieve what they can achieve on a like they can they they can do it simpler they can they they have cognitive like stuff going on in their head of how they look at things that makes it simple for them to do it and even though they might be able to to explain and break it down how they're doing it the fact that they have this it's it's cognitive it's, it's in their head of how they do it having you to perform that same skill is, is would be difficult it's um it's almost like trying to teach like a great artist trying to teach someone how to make great art how how, how can he do that especially starting starting from the beginning a person don't doesn't even know how to draw a circle but you know i'm gonna teach you how to make great art no i really can't teach you how to make great art i can teach you the foundations the fundamental principles that you need to go into making a piece of artwork that can be considered promising but that doesn't mean that it's you're going to make great artwork just because I'm showing you what it entails or what I do, my process. So or what the you know the guru process is or or whatever. So when I looked at it like that, I'm saying, well, that would mean that unless you were born with this innate ability you would never be able to make money in the market and that was a, a shock to me that was a shock to me because it, it, it meant that you had, had to give up on my dreams just like many had to give up on their dreams of playing professional baseball because when you got you know into the grapefruit league you saw that you know you really couldn't hit like that not 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 like you you thought you could you i mean you understand if you ever been in a situation where you were not skillful enough to 
pull it through, then you understand what I mean. Um, the profit in any market, a, a trader has to buy low and sell at a higher price. All right, that's that's the essence of trading: buy low, sell high. You know, nothing really fancy, nothing really fancy at all. Just like we always learned from from kids, is that that's instilled in us from from birth almost: buy low, sell high. The problem comes in though is that you cannot accomplish that without understanding where value is in the market. The value is the the core concept behind any trade, any exchange. When you go to your local supermarket, you look for the best value. If you go to the corner store, you know the, the corner store, the the um the chips is they fifty cents. They're fifty cents a bag. So if the, the store across the street or next door to the store has them that same bag for a dollar, well you know that you're not going to get the dollar bag. You're going to get the fifty cent bag. Now, if an out of towner came into the store and he might have first went into the, the, the fifty cent store, but it's nothing they didn't have any chips in there. So he had to go he went into the dollar the, the other store, the second store that had the higher price chips. And their dollar, he would think that that's the price of the chips. That he would think that's what how much they cost. So value is important because it's the perception of the price. It's your perception of what's important to you. So the trader's perception of value is the major deciding factor for any trade decision. So a professional trader is going to make his decision based on what he considers valuable in the market. So this is a, a big part of it and, and it changes the way you're going to trade and the way you'll look at trading because usually you're looking at trading as, oh, I'm trading against the, the next person, you know, across, across from me or whatever, or I'm trading against the market or, or whatever when as we said before we actually want to be in harmony with the mass psychology of the market and what's representing the mass psychology and the movement the only people that have the ability to move a market is a large in institutional buyer. That's the only only people that can do that. The the me you retail trader, we cannot do that at all. Impossible for us to do. So if 
value is the major deciding factor for any trade decision and the only people that can move the market is the large institutional buyers now we kind of know what they're looking for and why they would move the market they're going to move the market they're looking for value and they're going to move the market based on what their perception of value is and the goal for them as it is with any trader is to make a profit in the market with the least amount of risk so now let's go a little further if a large institutional trader decides to, to purchase an item you got to understand it's because they have predetermined that its current market value is lower than its future value that's that let that pound pound you in the in the back pitos but let you know let it let that sink in let that sink in the trader's perception of value is the major deciding factor for any trade decision so when a large institutional buyer decides to purchase an item why it's because they determine that its current market value is lower than its future value because they're not going to buy something that's overvalued it does not make sense and it won't doesn't make sense to you so it's surely not going to make sense to someone that's moving millions and millions of dollars so the opinions and perspectives about that future market price they're gonna they're gonna vary from one trader to another okay and they're gonna vary from time frame to time frame but through all of that the value is always at the core of the trader's decision you see in the case of a a, a day trader the future value may just be in anticipation of where the price is in the next five or ten minutes they might consider that but on the other hand a swing trader or a longer term trader might make their trading decision based on where they think the price is going to be from a week from now and then an even longer term trader might be placing and anticipating where that value might be from for a year from now but all of them all of them all of them boom 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 smack dab looking at what's the value in the market you see that's the important part of it nothing nothing else is the value in the market it's not it's not how you know the rate of change how fast the market is moving it's not not which which directional move is going on it's not when it's hit this it does that it's not when the news comes out it's going to do that and then do that because of the news nah it's just the value in the market and everything around that and they will use when i say they those institutional buyers 
will then use anything they can, any little excuse to then move the market in the in the direction they need to get the profit from what they consider is value. So if I just, for example, real quick, you know, this, I think I've been talking for a little minute now, but example real quick, just to say when you see a news, a news report. Now, if price is above overvalued, when there's a news report, that's the perfect excuse that the institutional buyers can use to lower the price to to lower the price and get more value and to do that they might have to actually raise the price to get more people to come to to get more people to sell all of their their stuff at at that high price excuse me buy all their stuff at a higher price and then, and then they'll move the price back down, buy some more, and keep it going. Now, what I just explained to you is, in your head right now, is a jumble. It's going to be jumbled up. And that I did that on purpose because I, I want you to stay kind of jumbled up a little bit. Because I'm going to explain more and we're going to go deeper into the journey. But to, the takeaway, the takeaway, the big takeaway for, from all of this, and I believe this this particular information that you just have gotten or was given to you is is worth more than any anything that anyone is is paying or has paid to anyone for whatever they paying for that has to do with trading value in the market value it's all about value every decision that is made in every time frame is made based on what a trader's perception of value is and the, the most important traders are not us the retail traders the most important traders are the institutional buyers so all we need to know is what they consider valuable and that's what we're going to talk about as we go along further in this series. So if this made any kind of sense to you or it's 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 not making sense or you find it, you know, interesting or whatever, or you hate it, let me know. So I know whether this is um, a, a keeper series, like something that you want to continue listening to and I'll enhance it with a, a bunch of other things that will make it easier listening or whatever. This is like, a, I guess, a trial run, maybe. But check it out. Let me know. It's Enrico Jenko. I'm the signal. It's going out to all my supreme elite traders out there. Peace to you.